every once in a while, something special happens. <laughs> every once in a while, a small little show from a small little town takes the world by its balls <laughs> and rocks it. <laughs> You're listening to one of them right now. We're live from the Dutch Hall. Hit the theme song, Michael. Welcome everybody live from the Dutch Hall. I'm your host Pete Van Dyke. What a what a great opening! That was one of my favorites. <laughs> Nailed it. Felt great. Got a lot of energy in here. Oh, it's it, well, I'm on holidays Intense. right now, so it's a big. It's a festive. I wanted to go off to a festive start for the show. I think we really nailed it. We really got the energy up. Fire! Yeah, it's holidays, and I was like, how can a guy be on holidays when he's unemployed? Right? You might ask. <laughs> and I thought I decided. Well, self-employed. Yeah, yeah. It's, well, it's tomato, tomato. And you go. So I thought. Well, why? How could a guy be unemployed and uh, and on holidays? And I thought. Well, I might as well go to work. So that today I did uh, an incredible amount of landscaping. But what I tried to do is not get horribly drunk the night before a podcast for once. And uh, there, therefore, because the last two in a row, I think I was. I was really not myself. Oh yeah, you're Foo Fighters fucked. For I was, sure. yeah, I was hurting pretty bad. <laughs> and I can vouch for that. Yeah. It, did you hurt the next day too, Michael? You I, on... uh, I can also vouch for the brownout. I felt like uh, I had a bit of a drill going into the side of my temple. <laughs> <laughs> and it took little bits out. Yeah. Loved the night, but hated the uh, after night. I was like, did Foo Fighters play six songs? Yeah. And it took them four hours to play it No, they actually played 25. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know how you felt exactly. Yeah. It went really fast. in like a minute. Yeah. Well, we got a great cast here today. We got all the important people for the show and under one roof. And you're going to notice our bartender, Paul Van Dyke, who's a great, great uh, fan favorite. He's on the, in the house today, but not sitting in the bartender role. He's in the hot mic because that's where people mic. want him. Since you're not going to pitch in for a new mic for the man, we got to give him the guest mic. It's Paul Van Dyke. Yeah. yeah. All right. Some guest bartenders, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Sitting in the bartender chair today is a fan favorite, been called out, and been recognized publicly by many a fan. He's, he is our fill in bartender. The Beav, Derek Van Hooten is yeah, here. Right Let's hear it for Derek. <laughs> All right. Celebrate the Beaver. <laughs> <laughs> And what I might call, and what I might call, one of my favorite, you know, the nocturnal emissions—they're kind of like the fabulous Freebirds of uh, of wrestling. If you know, <laughs> remember, if you remember the fabulous Freebirds, what they used to do is they played by Freebird rules. So they they were three of them, but then uh, they owned the tag team belts, you know, because there there would be any any combination of the Freebirds would then would equal one team, right? <laughs> so that's the same about nocturnal emissions. There's a lot of different people come in play instruments. They joined my house band. We had uh, Braden Nakuman. Nakuman. Braden Nakuman. <laughs> he comes from the Fuckles. Yeah. Ah, of the Fuckles. Yeah. And he, he he joined the band one day, but this is my favorite version of Nocturnal Emissions, <laughs> I'd say. It is this version here, and it's the one where it has one guy, Mike Bo, is hey. in the house. Let's yeah, hear it Mike Bo. Yeah. Oh, thank you. No applause. There you go. Enjoy this version as well. Yes. The best part about it is no Dave Charters. That's why. And you might say, hey, guys, you know, I'm a Dave Charters fan. I'm at home right now listening to your program. Big fan of the show. But what I really like is Dave Charters. And I've happened to uh, have uh, gotten used to his new uh, uh, what a factory schedule where he uh, goes to work at uh, different uh, shifts. And he can only dedicate one one uh, show every three weeks to live from the Dutch Hall because of his new shift situation. And, and a lot of people out there, big Dave Charters fans, are crushed because they, they like to see him on a more frequent now. basis, right? Yeah. What? But this week. would be week three. Those yeah. people would know that. If you're paying attention, a guy like the Haitian Dwarf, who I think is a Charters fan, he would know this is the week that uh, 
that Dave should be in the house. But where is he? I don't know. I don't know where he is either, but um, I think there's one person that might know where he is. You know where he is? Mr. Dave, whatever your fucking name is, I want to let you know everybody is here and you didn't make it. I don't know for what reason. You're young, intelligent man. No, he's not. Uh, Otherwise... Don't be lazy and dumb son of a bitch. Go fuck yourself. Oh, soundboard chic. Uh, I think you couldn't have said it better. You really nailed it right on the head there. This really tests the commitment. Now he is the man that writes the music for the show. Correct. But he is. But uh, he's uh, as a performer. I'm going to say he's lackluster. He would be subpar, if you will. Yeah. I. I he just don't. He's just not reliable. He doesn't <laughs> show for shows. Like who would he be like equivalent to like. Uh, um, Who's the guy from Stone Temple Pilots? Uh, Scott Weiland. Scott Weiland. He's the yeah. he's a Scott Weiland type, eh? <laughs> Unreliable. He's a uh, high maintenance. Yeah, like a like a Liam Gallagher. Yeah, yeah, all right? in the same wheelhouse. Oh, like a Dave Charters. Like a Dave Charters. Right. <laughs> so will so some will say. <laughs> I've said that to myself in a hot sweat at night. He's <laughs> uh, gonna pull a Dave Charters. He's just again. like a Dave Charters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was over at Dave's house yesterday, and I was saying to him, Dave, obviously, you must be excited. Big podcast tomorrow, you know? And he said, oh, I'm not coming. I'm, I'm going to my brother's. Oh, his brother's. Yeah. I'm like, your brother's here right now. You look like you're having a great time with him. You know, he's right there. You don't need to see him tomorrow. <laughs> 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 you see him today. And he said, uh, he said, no dice. No dice. He loves his brother more than this show. I'm like, okay. I know where it stands. Priorities. You know, I don't love. I don't. You know, I love. I don't love his brother as much as I love this show. I'll mm. tell you that right now. <laughs> That's where Dave it's and I fact. are different. It's a fact. I don't. Sorry, Dave's brother, but I don't love you as much as I love the program Life from the Dutch Hall. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still here. It's been stated. Yeah. Anyways, there's still a chance. If Dave said this is a, this is the truth. I'm not even. I'm not even. I wish I was full of shit on this one, but this is actually the truth. Now I did bait him a little bit, but Charters said. That he would come and do the show today if I sent him a limo or a car service of some sort to Woodstock to pick him up, bring him and his brother over here to do the show, and then take him back because they would be drinking. So if I did that, oh, he would do the show. Safety Better first. Than a diva. That's his rider. That was his rider. <laughs> like, talk about letting the letting the, the, the stardom of this show go to your head. <laughs> Charles is beside himself. He's you, really you, let fame go to his head. And he doesn't even show up for, for his gig. Yeah, you put really, him at first class, and he still didn't pull through. Mm. I've been pumping his tires since day one. <laughs> <laughs> I've been his biggest fan yeah. and supporter. I know I catch some grief from some of the listeners who say I'm too tough on the rooster. Well, that's horse shit. <laughs> that's horse shit. I'm just tough enough. It is a just horse tough enough. <laughs> you let that. You, if I give that guy too much sunshine, you see how much he's drunk with fame. Send me a limousine. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Charters. Is he Jim Morrison? Who do you think you are? Right now, you heard that opening theme song. It was one of the best we've ever heard. So go fuck yourself, Charters. <laughs> I'm with you, Iron Sheik. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Jake. Thank you. Thank you. You don't have to always say that to me, but you can probably come up with another soundboard thing ever. Yeah. You're very intelligent. All right, all right. He likes that it. one. He likes it. I know. I'm intelligent and all that stuff. The Iron Sheik thinks it. Anyhow, uh, today or this week, uh, I'm on, as I said, I'm on holiday, so I did very w- little work uh, for this show, uh, program, as you, <laughs> as becoming kind of the evident. But what thing we were talking about and what came to uh, light what, uh, is... Right now, it seems like out there it's pretty shitty. They're talking about Canada going into a recession, and uh, that uh, we are—they uh, don't know if we are or we aren't in a recession. And I just want to tell you, like, if you live in any small town in Canada, especially uh, east of Manitoba, we've been in a recession forever. We we don't. Uh, it, it, at least yeah. it feels that way to the people that live around here. Yeah. All the businesses moved town. I don't see how that uh, you can say we're only doing bad when some ac- economist figures it out it mathematically that we we're now doing bad so then we're doing bad we were doing bad before but you only pay attention when it makes sense on the graph you know like <laughs> i don't get how it works you know like you should probably because the news t- says we're doing bad yeah now we're doing bad yeah. right anyways and the, the banks uh, lowered or sorry the bank of canada lowered interest rates again this yeah. this week yeah. and uh the the banks are going to give a part of it back to the uh to the consumer but they're still keeping more. So it's really just giving the banks a little bit more money to get them through what could be bad, worse economic times, right? right? 
So we just uh, – it's another one of these games we're just playing to keep booing or booing ourselves up. And what Paul and I were talking about before the show was that, uh, you know, most people that you talk to, they don't really know anything about all that shit, right? Like, yeah, like no. most people don't have a clue about, like, what's going on in Greece and what that means for the rest of the, right. of the world and how the economies are all interconnected and how, like, what the bank debt means and what our deficit means and all that shit. You know, like, it's uh, – for most – people that are just trying to get through life and do what they think is right you know like uh invest in rsps and uh you know like uh, your pension for work and do all the things that you think are what you're supposed to do to be a good citizen you trust that there are people out there that know more than you do that are just going to take care of you right you know that if you follow their advice they're going to take care of you when most of the time they're not looking out for you at all they're looking out for the making money for the person they work for and you told me that story about, I don't know how much you can say of it, of that story that you told me, but the, 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 can I tell the gist of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> the guy won, came into some money somehow. This guy came into some money and goes to the bank, and the way the money was going to get divvied up to him was like little bits at a time so they didn't blow it, right? Yeah. And so, uh, but the bank catches wind that they're going to get so much money. Like say they, Let's say the guy owned, uh, inherited like uh, uh, $10 million or something like that, right? And, but they'd only give it to you in like 100000 a a year or right. something like that or whatever it is, you know? Yeah. yeah, so you don't uh, go like a drunken sailor. But the bank knows that money's coming in, so then they'll try to give you more money so that you borrow against that, the income that's coming in from that, and then they can get more, all of that money. For themselves. For themselves, really. You can still get the use of whatever toys or bullshit they're going to try to make you buy, yeah. but they're really making you piss away your money. They make it easy for you to piss it away. Right. We see it all the time where the bankers will do that thing with, uh, where like a doc. Well, my, when people graduate from school because they're gonna be doctors or something like that. Yeah. <clears throat> well, the banks go and throw a whole bunch of money at them. These kids are already paying a whole bunch of money for school. Then they get a bunch of money thrown at them from the bank. They go buy motorbikes and backpack Europe and do all this shit. And then they get out. They got to buy a practice and or they have to build one from scratch. They have no patience. And then they, then they're like, they have basically yeah. three mortgages, yeah. and no money yet, you know. And it's, uh, everyone thinks you're going to be rich right off the hop, but they set you up to fail. If they tell you how it's really going to be, and how you probably shouldn't borrow that money yet, yeah. wait till you got it, you know. Uh, then the guys will be further off. But they get to the point where there's so much in debt now they're stuck, doing something they have to do, not something they want to do, because of the debt they're in, right? right. Right. It puts and you in a bad spot. And that's just not just one profession. That's a lot of professions. Yeah, everyone. Like, yeah. Like, like that's the thing. They they don't really do what's right for you most of the time. They do what's right for them. Like right. to make their targets or to make money for their bank or whatever. Make your graph look good. <clears throat> yeah. Hey, can you shut off that fan, Beef? Yeah. Sorry. Well, they do what makes it work for, uh, for them. It makes you feel comfortable. Oh, yeah, you're happy on your end, but they're getting their piece of the pie as well right yeah that's well what they do well and most people most people just think about their own shit right like if you're a, oh that's way better thanks um oh that's way better i like that <laughs> i don't know if people could hear that at home but that buzzing from the fan is gone it's oh. like a warm hug now oh yeah it's nice now <laughs> settle right in yeah they don't but the <clears throat> But they have, they're just people are like saying, well, I got a target I got to meet to make it look like I did a good job so I can keep my job or whatever. And they figure out, you kind of do the same thing. You forget the the um, consequences of it. You don't even think about it. You're just thinking about selling the product or making the money. You don't think about what it's going to do to the person, right? And so it's hard to, you put yourself in a real bad position when you don't, when you trust people that aren't really looking out for you all the time. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and most of the world doesn't know. Right, like uh, you look well, at what they they're doing. They're trying to keep like Greece and stuff like that afloat. They're they're doing this thing right now. They have another austerity measure to keep Greece in the European Union, so you can use that currency and stuff. Well, they, uh, um, I'm only gonna talk about this for a little bit longer because it Mike's yawning already. But no, no, it's, it's just me. Oh no, we'll go to sports break next, Mike. It'll perk <laughs> you right up. <laughs> they go, uh, but anyways, they, Greece is gonna fall, right? And then they go, um, they should let it fall. Iceland fell, and they they started a whole new country. Just said, fuck the world debt, and and if we don't care if we can't get any more of that money. We're going to start our own thing from scratch. They made an, a constitution on social media and started a whole new thing, and, mm-hmm. it, and it was a way to rebuild. And Greece should do the same thing. Let it fall, start again, get out of the euro, and just 
build a new system that's better. That works for them. Rather than booing up the system that doesn't work. And they keep making these new things saying, we'll give you money. You got to do all these things. And they say, well, if you don't eliminate debt, it's still not going to work. And they're like, yeah, it'll work for a bit. And yeah, it's going to work for a bit and then it won't again. And then we're going to be back in the same situation. Like, how long are you going to keep this thing going? But you trust people. And really all you should do is just, this shit isn't working. Start again. And uh, the system's just not working that well for everybody, you know? So the reason they're doing that is because they're scared? Because they're yeah. scared to try something new? Nobody new wants system. to be at the helm when the shit goes down. Right. Like when, when, oh, when the see. system goes down, okay. right? So everybody's like trying to just keep things going. Like I saved the... Yeah. I saved the country, but you didn't really save it because you put it in, it's still in a shitty position. Right. You have to, sometimes you have to do something that's, if you're a real leader, you do something that's really tough for the country, but it makes it better for the long term, right? right? But I don't know in the today's politics, I ever let people do that. No. Like the right thing for the country, they don't do it. They do what they do what they uh, want to do to keep themselves popular enough to get reelected again. Right. So you the can keep your gig going. The badger story with Pete. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, do I have that one? Hey, we don't need a band. Paul's got the friggin' change. It's time for another banker story with Pete. That's what it was. That was banker story with Pete. Now, you know what we're going to do to perk Mikey up? Uh, we talked about that. All I'm saying is that it's tough. People think you're rich. Lots of, or people think you're uh, think you're doing well, but you don't know. And then there's some people that do so well, they follow these rules. They have so much money. Then they give it to their kids at the end. And then the kid, and kids. they they die. They never use it because they were just saving it. They're so worried they're not going to have enough. They end up having oodles of it when they're dead. All this all this stuff that accumulated equity over the years, and then the kids get it. They didn't earn any of it, and they it just fucks them up. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, just party like a drunken sailor. Yeah. Yeah. They used to I be like a, that, that that term, party like a drunken sailor. Yeah, I see a lot of times where you see like like three generations of farmers or something like that. You'll see like the first generation guy will. Will like start the operation. The second generation guy usually Keeps perfects it, it. Yeah. and the third one or, or builds it. it, and then the third one messes Blows it up. It. Yeah. Are you guys both third? I'm third. I'm third. <laughs> so Beeb's there to fuck. It I'm up. on the verge. I'm not. I'm not sure if it's gonna break or not. <laughs> it's out of my control oh, yeah. though. I'm trying. No, it's in You're your control. Three, two, three as well. <laughs> no, it's out of. You're third too. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm it's honestly to... out of our control. Like mm. we we're we're making it go as best as we can, but. Everything's based within your... on based on on demand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For 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 the are you talking about tobacco? Yeah, yeah. For tobacco, yeah, it, tobacco's gonna work until it doesn't, and then. Uh, yeah, it, but, it, it's it's it's. But you always have land. Sixty, seventy years, but we always have a plan, and it's had its humps, and it's. Yeah, you know, and you and you always bad. have land, right? Yeah. And as long as you have land, there's other things well, you can do. Land is gold, yeah. buddy. Yeah, yeah, and it's got water. Yeah. Yeah, which is which is rare, but like they don't have that in California. No. Right. So you know we have there's a lot of assets there. So when you got those tools in your toolbox, even right. though your current plan might not be working, there's 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 a whole bunch of other ones you there's can a, do. There's a future motive, right? Yeah. Right. That's what I think. Yeah. You know what we should do is talk about sports because Canada is really a rocking <laughs> rocking this week. I think we might be the best country in the world. Yeah, I, we are in the Pan Am. Well, play the theme song, Michael. We're talking about cocks and balls. He shoots and scores them all. We're talking about cocks and balls and sports stuff. <laughs> it's the sports break with Michael. Yeah, the Pan Am Games. I think yeah. we're on top of we're on top of the uh, the what is this? Is like the Western Hemisphere? We're we're beating the yeah. U.S. We were having a, once. a debate about that the other day. What in the hell is the Pan Am Games? Who is regulated to be in these? Because, uh, <laughs> I'm no, not, I, no, because we. I'm thinking of our women's soccer team, right? right. So we got Kadisha Buchanan, the the uh, African American. Yeah, well, she's Canadian. She was on the World Cup team. Amazing player, right? And uh, the Lawrence, uh, whatever the midfielder, she also is uh, amazing. But right. those are the only two from our women's team that can play. Is it because of age, or is it because they don't play professionally? That you need to be an amateur to play in the Pan Am Games. Yeah, maybe it is a. I think it is amateur. It's maybe, gotta be. Maybe amateur, it's like the right? old school Olympic rules where you had to be an amateur and they didn't like they don't let pros in. Yeah. Yeah, it must be. So it's Olympics part two. Because they are younger, well, eh? Those prospect. two are younger. And so I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah. Because like Christine Sinclair plays for a professional women's team, right? Yeah, yeah. But maybe these younger girls aren't quite signed yet. Yeah, that's right? what I, that's what it must be. Yeah. yeah. Because it, yeah, that's what I would imagine. Because it makes sense. 
because yeah, you know, Michael Phelps isn't in the pool, right? So no, right? Some it's got to be the amateurs, right? Yeah, and even Otherwise with they uh, put him in the pool, right? Is he? Is it? Can <laughs> you be a prof- but Can you be a professional swimmer? Can you be a professional swimmer, like where you make money, like in races? Well, probably so. all the swimmers were really young, so they. There must be an amateur. Uh, That's pro. what I mean. Is it an age thing or is it a stature? It's like your prospects for the, for four years from now, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. But anyways, it's it's all. But geographically, it's Geogra- North America and South America. Right, and the and the islands too, right? Right. Caribbean yeah. islands or yeah, yeah, they'd be in included, right? Yeah. This side of the world, but not in Antarctica. Negative. Ne- no, F- fuck those guys. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> They're too far south. Yeah. <laughs> they don't get it. If they can survive, that's good enough for them. That's right. Now, with the Pan Am Games, you don't expect us to win more gold medals than the U.S., but no. we came right out of the gates, and we've been in top since the day, day we one. Had, we had 17 medals in a day, I think. Yeah, we're we really cleaning up. One day. Good swimmers. I saw the I saw a, a sport on TV today. It was uh, beach soccer. Yeah, oh, I've yes. seen that. Yes. FIFA beach World soccer. Cup. World Cup, yeah. World Cup beach, beach soccer. soccer. Isn't that something to watch? It's horrible. You can't see the ball. There's no flow. Yeah, they just flip the ball up all the time. I like when the guy's got a clear goal, he like scores it, and then it stops in the sand, and the goalie just walks over and grabs it. Yeah. <laughs> the guy stops, like the guy shoots it. It's, but if it was any other sport, it would have been it would in bounce. Yeah, right. And these guys, uh, these aren't real soccer players, right? Or I think some of them actually play like pro. Really? I was watching Spain play, and they were saying the one guy plays for so and so. I forget which team, but like for a real. Football team. They yeah. reeled them in. You know what? They they, you in. know what game I saw? I saw Iran versus Tahiti. <laughs> I don't think those guys are playing pro. Well, I, it, I saw it, Iran it gives, versus Tahiti, and they were going. Whoever won went to the semifinals. They're that good because they both have sand in their countries. Yeah, that makes well, sense. Right? It, one's a beach country, <laughs> one's a desert country. It There's, gives unheard countries a, a chance when they play. When they play grass, when they play on the grass, right? They do they play barefoot on the beach? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Barefoot. So when they play on the grass, the grass probably like tickles their feet because they're not used to it, eh? Living in the desert and the beach, so they they don't like it. What they, is they can, this texture? I prefer the beach. I prefer to play on the beach where the ball's invisible. <laughs> now, how can you how can you see the ball? Like it's a red ball on a like a on a sandy beach. It just blends right in. You can't see. It. It's worse than the puck. Yeah. It's Americans bad. complain about the puck. It's white ice, black, black puck. puck yeah. It's you can see it. It's it's monochromatic. You sons of bitches. They tried to red it up and it didn't work. Yeah, you don't need a flame behind. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. It's black on white. Fox. You can't see that. But this it was this is impossible to see. You can't yeah. see the lines. It, you couldn't see anything. It's a funny game. And then all the light reflects off of the foot footholes in the sand. Yeah. So then it just looks Shadows. like you're they're playing on the moon. Well, it's like beach <laughs> volleyball except fucking. No, see yeah, outfits? with your feet. Mm. It's a heck of an outfit. Beach, some beach more volleyball. People. Oh, that's a real. Oh, my wife got an outfit like that. I'm not gonna tell her. <laughs> under the under my breath, so I don't know if she wants everyone knowing it. But she's playing on the yard wearing it. Oh my goodness! It's, <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> you got her one. You ordered one. No, she did it for herself. Oh, Gave nice. herself a treat. I guess. Mm-hmm. Really you looks. Really looks sporty. Do you go down to your leg. Uh... Mm, yes. <laughs> when you're done playing volleyball. Come to the layer. We are done to the layer. I'd like you to be glistening with sweat from your sport. Come in with your own musk. I enjoy that. I enjoy the musky scent. <laughs> Come to my layer. Let me smell your musky scent. <laughs> That's how you woo your wife. That's woo your woo your wife one on one, which reminds me. I, Beef, I'm really good for marital advice if you need it. Yeah. And I know you're about to get married. And uh, you were saying you went to, uh, I feel like uh, those bullshit talk shows yeah. when they, there was like the pre-interview and you know there's going to be a pre-interview. Right. So yeah. they're like, oh, so you, uh, you, so you enjoy sleeping? You know, <laughs> like they do something like that. It's like, I, I hear you enjoy sleeping. You know, like well, you heard it because I just told you 10 minutes ago. Yeah. Well, that's what happened before the show. Beef started telling me a story about marriage training. Yeah, we had and, to and do I it. said, "Stop it, <laughs> save it, save it for the show." Yeah. So you had to do marriage training. Well, we had to do marriage counseling. So we went to the church, and then there's these people that have been married for forty years. Yeah. And they Catholics. Do, Catholics heavy. Oh yeah. Like spirituality has kept us together. Oh, staunch like church. Heavy. Yeah. Hardcore. Yeah. So, anyways, we had to do this little uh, this little uh, activity. And uh, you had to have, they gave us a little sheet that has a picture of a crest, and you had to draw pictures of uh, 
symbols that would symbolize your your marriage, what you thought. Your crest symbolizes your marriage. Yeah. What your what your vision of your marriage? Yeah. Will, what will you're be. gonna base your marriage around. So you're making a so, crest of you and 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 Julie. Me, me and Julie. Oh. And so, anyways, oh, you're bond. So, anyways, there's like six couples in there. We're one of them. Right. And everybody's drawing crosses of like and bought pictures of Bibles and oh. you know. These we're, are these. We're are, gonna raise our family around this and that. First thing I do, top left corner, picture of a dollar sign. Picture of dollar sign. It's all about dollar, dollar, dollar bills, y'all. Yeah. yeah. And Julie's like, holy fuck, like, you're gonna, we're going to have to explain this. I'm like, I got this, no problem. <laughs> so, the, so and the priest is intrigued, right? Or what, the what, rabbi, what, what, or some deacon, sorry, but sitting right. behind me, he's like, whoa, like, what's what, what's going on here? And I'm like, well, I'm going to base my marriage around money. And they're looking at me like I'm an asshole. And I'm like, well, hold on here. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, what do you mean by that? Well, of course, I, I know I'm, I'm going to base my marriage around money. Like, I know it's a dick thing to say, but, you know, in order to have a great time, you need to make some money along the way. <laughs> yeah. You don't be arguing about money when you're sitting in your yeah. Bible. I ain't going to pay the bills. And you know what's funny? Is Chappy. The deacon, he fucking totally agreed with us. Yeah. He totally agreed. Everybody else is like, holy fuck here. We need a Bible, picture a Bible. We need a fucking picture. Yeah, you want to. Like, Whoa. Yeah, where's your, your Bible's only going to help you when you're crying after exactly. you had an argument about, about not being able to pay the light bill. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know? There's a lot, less, a lot less arguments when you got when you when you got a few bills in your pocket. Yes. that's that's the truth. So I felt like I was teaching everybody at one point in time. I yeah, get your right. get your noses out of your Bibles, you <laughs> dickheads. Yeah, go make some dollars out there. Stop spending your money on Bibles and fucking make some money. Like, you yeah, what else was on your crest other than the dollar bill? The do- <laughs> no, it was a picture of a tobacco leaf. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's a business you're in. That's based on farming. Yeah, yeah. You know, my life is based around the farm, and yeah, that's not your job. It was, it's your, it's your, it's, it's your uh, livelihood. Yeah, your, it's your, my your, lifestyle. Your like lifestyle. I want to. Yeah, the way I looked at it was is I, I the way I explained it was is they looked they were curious because they're like, tobacco leaf. Holy smokes! They didn't see it. They didn't understand at first. But I was like, hold on, you know, I'm gonna. I grew up on a tobacco farm. My parents raised me a certain way and hard work ethic, and we all, right. you know, me and Bozy same way, you same way, both you same way, you know, we all grew up on a certain work ethic right. and a certain lifestyle, and that's that's what got us through life. We, you know, that's what made us who we are today. Right? Yeah, if I made a crest, I would put the, a tobacco leaf on it, just because right. I grew up on a tobacco it's, farm. I identify with the industry and stuff like that. Exactly. It feels like a part of who we are, you know. And, I agree and, with that. And it'll be whether you're fifty or twenty, it's a part of who you are, right? Bottom part of the crest was just a, a, a sketch of you and Julie banging on a, <laughs> a hot rod, on the hood of a hot rod. <laughs> That'd be the best. I wanted you to put that up, it. and everyone's like, everyone's bitching about the uh, dollar sign <laughs> in the corner, but like the fact that I had her bent over. Hey, the, I, I, the I did. Hot ha- rod. I did have one spot. Did have a, a set of, a stick figure situation. <laughs> I did. I'm not. I'm not an artist, but hold hands. Did you were just like holding hold hands? Holding hands. Yeah. 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 Now, did they do? And I was that trying thing, to be Did they do the thing where they they did they showed you the natural family planning way to to yeah. have birth control? Yeah. Rhythm no, method. No, what they said was is that. Uh, oh, the rhythm method. The rhythm method. No, we we they what they said was is so you live together. Like they already accept the fact that. No, no. For for birth control, don't the Catholics have to tell you not to use birth control, but just to pull out? No, don't they, they didn't. teach you that. They didn't do that. Or you know what you do when you're about to achieve orgasm. I think the real <laughs> hardcore Catholics, there, there you was, just, there was you no, just pull uh, out and pray, and you hold it back asking. in. You tell Jesus to bring bring that semen back in. Suck it back in. Suck it right back in. There was no belly button do jacuzzi, not. if that's what you're asking. <laughs> Maybe that should be on your crest. <laughs> <laughs> that's a nice belly button. What's this picture of a, uh, is it a crater of some sort? <laughs> That'd be funny. Amy and Charles could teach a teach a just a uh, small of your girl's back. <laughs> yeah, we would teach the uh, marriage training course. Charles gets to gets the gig because he's like a uh, as Jim Gaffigan would say a Shiite Catholic, a Shiite, Shiite Catholic. Yes, a Shiite. <laughs> I think that's a great line. And uh, Charters uh, uh, would be doing like the the original method that whatever he did that didn't work because he's got four kids, yeah. four kids. And then uh, he did the praying, <laughs> and I'll tell him the other way, which is the belly button jacuzzi. Yeah, 
There's something that we call <laughs> the Catholics called the small C Catholics call it the belly button jacuzzi. It's, it's, a, it's a safe haven. The staunch Catholic won't tell you about it. We did have a talk about like you know how like having trouble and then like having trouble having kids and then all of a sudden you know hey when it comes to the point you know all of a sudden the doctor tell you go have you know have fun you know and you got to call your husband or wife you know at work and fucking you know get back or take it you know you need to leave work right now because we're ready i'm ready to go and fucking all right yeah it sounds like it was awkward with the deacon behind me let me tell oh, you oh like they were telling stories about how she's ready to conceive you know yeah. like so come here and uh and plant the seed of jesus yes. christ in me or whatever do you think the deacon's just sitting in because he wants to hear these dirty stories he man he was more <laughs> excited deacon. than anybody his he i was, bet he's excited he was making notes and fucking he was he was he was ready he was asking questions yeah like no one else is <laughs> Asking questions. It was funny. And now, um, I have one question. I have a question. Um, now, in the Bible, is there any talk of uh, nipple play? <laughs> any talk of nipple play? Can I can I bite the nipples? Can I squeeze the nipple? <laughs> is is a uh, is Jesus okay with the squeezing of the nipple? What do you give it? A little nibble? Am I allowed to give it a little nibble? <laughs> a nibble of the nipple. A nibble of the nipple. Is that in the Bible? Is there anything against that? Now what about uh, as long as it's not two guys doing it to each no other? Drink. Now I'm not sure what the Catholic word is for this, but have you? Uh, is there anything about rim jobs? <laughs> Don't know how to say it delicately. Rim jobs. <laughs> is, uh, is that cool with you guys, the Catholics? I don't know. <laughs> does that come up in the class? Right. No, no, it doesn't. Cards? No, it doesn't. No, no it doesn't. Well, we had, we had a, like we that was a big thing like. Speaking of sports, back to what you're saying, that the ESPY awards. Oh. Is this still that. a sports break? Yeah, we're coming back around. Back Full around. circle. Nice. Full circle. We are Hopefully. professional. Remember the, well, it was, uh, I am Kate had a big talk on the old ESPY awards. Oh, Caitlin. Oh, Caitlin. oh you're going with the, the that's almost like, um, because your, your lovely fiance is not here, but. Oh, yeah. You're about to talk about Caitlin Jenner, aren't you? You were about to talk about. No, Caitlin. I'm mentioning the ESPY words. I was hoping someone would pick R- it up. Right, right, but you were, but you were going to talk about it, right? No, but I wasn't. But you, I was who was at the ESPY awards, Beef? Who was at it? Do you know? Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, wait. Then we got to play this. Bullshit with Julie. That's the <laughs> theme do song. I, do I get, Julie do does I, it. Talk bull, about bullshit. You can do bullshit with Julie. Do I got to pick up her her slack here? Yeah, you do. Your Caitlyn Jenner came out and then uh, said a speech and stole the show. That's what they said. Stole the show right? and said, you know, you know, I was reading on on uh, TSN today. Yeah, she I don't give it. a shit. You know, what I think it is with her. To be honest with you, no, it it's an it. <laughs> Beef, you're being controversial. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. You know, she's brave. She's brave, Beef. She's she's the most brave he thing. Is, I heard. Or uh, what was it? Somebody said on there. Our uh, Evander Holyfield was like, I know it's Bruce. That's all I can say. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know what I really think he's doing? I think right now this is a great scheme. He's sitting there saying, you know what? Uh, all these Kardashians are making all this uh, money by just uh, making people interested in like their nonsense. That half of it they're making up. Most of it's horse shit anyway. How about I just like I, I say I want to be a woman. Like maybe it happened he grew his hair a bit long and then. And then, like, the Inquirer started to write uh, stories that he was turning into a woman. He's like, that's ridiculous. But, hey, what if I turn into a woman, right? Right. Made it the biggest story there was. Milk the shit out of it. Make gazillions of dollars, he, right? Which he is. Right? Probably. And then when people stop caring, which is uh, any time now, we're going to stop giving a shit. <laughs> yeah. I've stopped giving a shit a long time <laughs> yeah. ago. Then, uh, all of a sudden, then, I'll come back and say it was all just bullshit. I was just doing it to make money, right? Another big story. And biggest one ever. Yeah. Write another goddamn book. Yeah, volume right. two. <laughs> well, I just snowed you. I'll just cut my tits off. I'm swinging huge cock now with zillions in my pocket, yeah. right? <laughs> I just flipped it back. <laughs> That's balls. That's balls. There was a guy who did a $100,000 bet with his friends or something and, and had to uh, wear breast implants for a year, right? For like, I think it was like a hundred grand or something. And he wore like big breast implant tits around, went on talk shows and had people feel his tits and stuff. That really happened for a little bit of money. This guy could make zillions getting breast implants, walking around like a chick for a while, saying, no, no, serious, I'm serious, right? But it would make the community all super furious, right? There would be like there are people that really believe they are women. Yeah. 
and you just kind of snowed them all with this. Well, yeah. it would be great. I would love it if that was the real story. Like, I would go nuts for that shit. That's I like, was I was kidding. I was yeah. kidding. <laughs> That's as good as a staged death. You know, is. there's never been a staged death. That there's always been ones that people talk about. You know, like Elvis Presley. And, uh, you know, uh, Andy Kaufman, or uh, Jim Morrison. Victor from the uh, soaps. No, <laughs> Stefano DeMera? Stefano DeMera. <laughs> oh, the phoenix that rises from the ashes. <laughs> My- Michael Jackson? <laughs> Michael Jackson? <laughs> Michael Jackson, do you think? Is there new, is, do people say he faked his death? I don't know why. It could potentially. Oh. I would just wish. No, like, I, you know I, think, I think he made a mistake Eddie, and Eddie, he really fucking killed himself. <laughs> Eddie and the Cruisers. Remember Eddie and the Cruisers? That was a real movie. That was a movie about the guy who really did it, right? But it was a it was a movie fake. But if someone ever really pulled off a fake death, that would be like that would be like the the coolest feat ever. I think I would I would just love to see someone try to pull it off. You know? You probably feel like a dick for a while though. Huh? Yeah. Afterwards, all oh. total dick. Because in order for you to pull it off, you'd have to, like, not tell your family. Like, there's a whole bunch of stuff you'd have to do. Like, you got to be – it's real diabolical. There'd be a lot of people hating you afterwards. Yeah. But you make some coin. But people that don't know – no, no, but just uh, someone to do it. Like, if if you were, like – if your life was really shitty, like, if you are super famous or something and no one would get out of your face. Right. I could see now a person faking their death making a lot more sense than – Back in the '60s or whatever, when everyone thought Elvis or '70s when Elvis did it or or six, Jim Morrison did it, mm-hmm. you know, like then you didn't have the paparazzi following you around, you didn't have 24-hour news and bullshit right. TMZ and all that crap. Yeah. Nowadays, if Bieber wants to fake his own death because he's sick of getting chased around, Good luck. trying to be a 21-year-old or whatever idiot, then uh, he could fake his he could fake Bieber could fake his death. Now it makes sense. He could go hide somewhere, it make grow sense. a grow a wolfman beard. And just hide in some island somewhere? Be in the wilderness, yeah. Yeah. Beaver just wants to hide out. Let's go back to Strathroy. Grow chest hair. No, <laughs> Stratford. Is it Stratford or Strathroy? Yeah, maybe he would go on the assumed identity of uh, of Hugo Chavez. Ah. And then, uh, and then grow a mustache and, and, and sing uh, on, on a stage at Stratford. Yeah, there you go. Shakespeare or something. Sing in a mariachi band in Mexico. Or work in the hog barns. Gonna be a wrestler. Nah. Yes. Yes. Oh, blew it up. Yes. So what we should do is get into our segment that we do every week, and it's a segment that we call feedback. We got feedback. We got feedback. 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 Welcome to feedback. We got feedback, everybody. This week's feedback, we got feedback, is brought to you by our friends at Amazon. Go to my website, livefromthedutchhall.com, and click on the Amazon banner before you do any of your shopping. And any of uh, stuff you buy will come back and help your show. Paul uh, has they a great no, tip. They have no fucking balloons there. What are you talking about? They didn't have them on Amazon. They didn't have balloons? Yeah, I got these balloons. You can just you said they did have them on Amazon. No. I thought the whole commercial was you're going to tell you could get it. No, yeah. I said they didn't even have them. They were oh. sold out everywhere. Uh, <laughs> on Amazon, they had them, but you, they were sold out. You everywhere. can click on it on the Amazon, sold but you out. couldn't buy it. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. Sold out. So they did have them at one time. At one time. Do you know, do they have Chinese lanterns? Mm-hmm. Do they have Chinese lanterns? Because well, Charles just bought some from eBay. The dirty bastard. He should have just what went to the reserve. <laughs> yeah. Could have bought all kinds. Pack of 50. He just thumbed his nose at us time and time again. But next time he comes in here, let's make the show The Roast of Dave Charters, where we tie him into a chair with duct tape, and then we just make fun of him ruthlessly. I don't think he's coming back in, ever. Why? Well, we got three more weeks. Three more weeks to wait. This is like Lent and like Christmas. You have to wait <laughs> no, for Christmas. Night when Charters will grace dad. us with his presence. Grace us. And he'll come sauntering in and just like uh, pick it up. But he'll write 18 theme songs in the meantime. We'll have to play each and every one. <laughs> yeah. It'll be a great show, actually. Well, he, wrote, he wrote me a great theme song. We haven't done it yet. We gonna you want to do the Paul's potable in the middle of feedback? We got feedback. It's like a theme song vortex where there's two theme songs <laughs> within each other. Sucking us in like a vortex. Well, we might as well. It's right here. Well, let's finish the the advertisements. <laughs> feedback. We got feedback is brought to you by Amazon, like we said, or the website. What'd you say? So, <laughs> do you have an Amazon thing? No, I don't. Oh, feedback. Yeah. Oh, not, not, not Michael. Oh, okay. no, Michael. Sorry, I didn't. <laughs> the cues. Fucking had it. We all had it, too. The, Dave, you guys, suck it. Yeah, Dave. That was on the right on cue. Anyways, we got uh, also this uh, feedback. We got feedback. 
<laughs> I'll take it. It's, it's brought to you by uh, Peter Van Dyke. Peter Van Dyke Consulting. If you want me to help you beat those idiots at the bank and protect uh, and like uh, give you some uh, sound advice versus some what might be just not in your best interest, or you want to just know where you stand, give me a call. 519-420-7566 or you can uh, send me an email at petervandyke at bellnet.ca let me know how I can help you also if you want to uh, do strategic business planning or succession planning I will be happy to give you a hand with that too that's it for sponsors and there's always new sponsors that are joining us all we're working with a couple of uh, ones that I'm trying to get up on the website currently so just check the website live from the Dutch Hall gmail.com there's lots of great sponsors and if you support them, they'll give me some money and help to make me make help to make the show better. So that's it for the advertisement. What we like to do every a week. Hope this is going to work. It doesn't. We always like to welcome uh, or recognize our listener of the week. Oh. And you know, last week we kind of plowed through a show. I was feeling a little under the weather. I was a I was a hungover. And um, <laughs> twice in a row. Oh, yes. The last one was tough, though. It was really, really tough, the last show. Like top five. Eh? Yeah, it hurt. It hurt the whole show. It never felt good. I can uh, relate. And so we were, we were saying that uh, I forgot to do Listener of the Week last week. And you know what? I just thought, you know, I should. There was those two girls we mentioned a little bit and feedback. We got feedback. But this week, one of them in particular... Uh, went on live from the went on the Facebook page on live from the Dutch Hall and she liked it. You know, I always say like me on Facebook, she follow did. me on Twitter. Well, she actually did what I asked. She yeah, went on Facebook. Hooray. She liked live from the Dutch Hall, right? And hey, if we get, well, how many do I need if uh, I can get a five hundred? I think five hundred. If I get, oh, and we play Wild Wings. <laughs> then live from the Dutch Hall is going wings. to Wild Wings. Oh yeah, nocturnal emissions. Look, we're gonna yeah. make it there before you both. We're going down to Nat, <laughs> or going down Monica to Tennessee, gets. and we're going to Wild Wings when live from the Dutch Hall is going to perform there. We yeah. need five hundred people book us. to like us on Facebook. And Tiffany Wildfong, hey, was listener of the week, but is is? She but I thought, is? well, maybe. But then I thought, you know, we didn't do one last week, and you know who else came up to me at that show? At uh, I said there's another girl that came up to me yeah, at the show the at the Foo Fighters, and mm-hmm. she said she likes the shows that Derek Van Hooten is on. Oh, and I said, that's, yeah, buddy, that's great feedback too. You know, especially in a big city to have a girl come up to you say she loves the show, she loves Derek Van Hooten. I'm like, he's a stallion. We got to recognize her too, and her name is Aaron Vanderpool. <laughs> Oh. Aaron Vanderpool. Aaron Vanderpool. <laughs> so they are Very nice. Oh shoot. Listeners of the week. Oh. Plural? They are going to be this week's listeners of the week. Let's do it. Combined listeners. Come on, I gotta do the things. That's fantastic. We are Thanks, girls, for supporting. The listener of the week. This is your week. Job, yeah, thank you for supporting and, and, and following the show. And as you know, if I you always the... want to reach out to us, you can go uh, you can go live from Dutch Hall at gmail.com. You can give me a feedback anytime you want. The best feedback we had this week was from one of our uh, it turns out it's our favorite one of our favorites uh, listeners of the show, Bonesy. Bonesy. Yeah. Bonesy. He's a beauty. I heard he was talking with my mom. <laughs> and uh, he said, uh, my mom was telling me, she goes, hey, you know what? Bonesy just loves your show, and his wife hates it. <laughs> <laughs> and my reaction my reaction was exactly like yours, eh? just a, a, a belly laugh. I couldn't have been happier that somebody hates my show, right? And But her husband uh, loves it, right? So to me, that just is like, uh, I like the fact that, that uh, I can make people hate it just as much as I can make them like it. <laughs> and uh, that really gives me some hope eh, that people can actually hate it. Yeah. So, Because I had another person that hated my show in the past, and I just spoke with her recently, and she said that she's gonna, she wa- can't wait to give it another try. She said she's heard a few more through her husband, and she's starting to warm up to it. Okay. Yeah, so she's, she actually said she was excited about this one. Oh, very nice. But I don't know. Let's see what we can bring her. I don't know how you think it's gone so far. What do you give it out of ten? Seven. Yeah, eight, seven. Started strong. It's got wa- it's got waves. Eh? I think yeah. feedback we got feedback. It's gone okay. I don't know. It's gone okay. <laughs> the one thing I do want to reach out to is this person should be. I'm really fascinated. This person from Tasmania. There's one person from Tasmania, in in Australia. That religiously downloads my show immediately after it uploads. Steady listener. Steady listener for weeks. Always downloading the show, and or streaming or whatever. 
And I just would wish that person from Tasmania would just reach out to me at livefromthedutchhallgmail.com and just tell me who you are and uh, what you think of the show. And uh, I'd love to be able to f- put a, a face to the name or a, a name to the IP address yeah, to find out who's listening to the show. You're number one. And if you get five of your friends together, we're going to Tasmania. Fucking hey. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome, eh? Get five of your friends together. That's yeah. great. Jesus. It's pretty easy. Yeah, it's pretty easy, right? You know what I was thinking? You know, you know how I love Rob Ford. Mm-hmm. You know, you remember Rob Ford? You know the crack mayor of Toronto. <laughs> you know what a great mayor! Like what great story! What a great time. So entertaining, mm-hmm. right? The yeah. Bumbaclot mayor of Toronto. Yeah, the Bumbaclot right? mayor. He's a good Toronto. dancer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, he's no longer the mayor of Toronto, and uh, now we have a different. Ma- they have a different mayor, John Tory. You know John Tory? No, I don't. Well, John Tory is a stuffed shirt. He's very um, See the bo- opposite of Rob Ford. Yeah, he's very boring, and uh, he's me- very tight, eh? Yeah, he doesn't like to loosen up like so- Rob does. He doesn't like to hit a fucking Wendy's up. No, he doesn't <laughs> like to. <laughs> he's not hitting a. You crack think KFC's <laughs> still open? Yeah. So what I want, I want. He's to not show- hitting a fast food joint. So what he did was he was uh, in an interview last week, and he said something about. How uh, he really liked Kanye because Kanye was like a hometown boy, you know, like he thought Kanye West was from Toronto, what? right? Yeah, that's what he thought. So he turned out he was wrong, took a little ridicule about uh, about it. So he decided in order to be show his playfulness, he turned to Twitter Drake and he, and he tweeted pissed. out this video, no. which he, he assumed would go viral uh, because it's so clever and funny. Uh, what does that say? Agree. Hello. Hello. So this this is what I'm gonna play it. It's this, this is his way of showing he's a lighthearted, oh no. you know, man of the people. He's not a stuffed shirt at all. What he is is he's uh, oh sorry. What he's trying to hit the subway up? Yeah, he's. What he's is on, that trying to show? He's wearing his suit still, but he's wearing a, a baseball cap that has flat brim Canada on, and it yeah. said he was gonna lip sync the Kanye West song stronger. Like but instead, he, he puts it in his headphone and he he bobs his head to show he's kind of like. Looks like he's having a stroke. <laughs> There's no rhythm to it at all. Eh? He's just like twitching. It's like yeah, someone should. And then he, and he opens turns up the, to the sunshine girl. Oh, oh man, Cammy Card. Do you see his ham face when he when he makes the ooh Mr. Furley face? For, yeah. From Three Stooges. He is a crazy mofo. Now that that was his. That's it. That's it. That's weak. That's really weak. That's not stronger. That is not stronger no me. Might as well start hitting the crack pipe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you want to be uh, the the social media darling, that's a piece of garbage. That's not it. That is a piece of garbage. He needs to hit the crack pipe and gain some weight. Yeah. Yeah. You know what you guys do? He's got to hit his head a few (laughs) times. He's got to fall down a time or two. <laughs> yeah. You got to say some inappropriate stuff. Talk about eating your wife's pussy. Yeah. This is stuff we've grown to accustomed to when it comes a, to a Toronto mayor. You got to throw a bum clot out there? Not a bunch of this horse shit. <laughs> yeah. where you de- where, I don't know what that was, but that is a humorless person. That is a person with no sense of humor whatsoever. <laughs> no, absolutely. He, he has no touch with. He, no. He, all he, he might be a fantastic uh, uh, mayor. Who knows? Yeah. But what as did, a person, you are not. He's not entertaining in the least. He no, is, what he doesn't realize, he, instead of being people laughing with him, they're laughing at him right now. He looks like a, an idiot. Like he yeah. looks like he does not know what what the hell he's doing. Like he, he doesn't know understand. He has no shame. You know, Rob Ford smoking a crack pipe and going and saying he's going to kick the shit out of somebody in some sandwich shop. That, <laughs> but he has, a, he has a reason for that. He has yeah. a reason for why he has no shame. That he has no reason for. He he's, was stone cold sober, and he's he trying that. too hard. He's trying way too hard. It, that's all a whole bunch of fake right there. I want Rob Ford back in a yeah, big way. So do I. I can't even make fun of this guy. I just feel like I just just seething hatred for him. It's too easy. Yeah, he's just so gross. Uh, he he had. This shit. is honestly how he I had feel. Sunglasses on, like he's ready to stand, sitting on the beach. Like you're in a subway, man. Yeah, you should <laughs> wear, you should wear a suit for a wedding or a funeral, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Even that's tough. Yeah, and then you bitch about it the whole time because it's so hot. Wow. When can I take my tie off? Who decided that suits? So I gotta wear a tie till after supper. Then I can take my tie off. Yeah, put it in my pocket. <laughs> who decided? Yeah, who decided that was cool? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know at all. It's not, it's gonna make less and less sense. You ever see that movie called uh, Idiocracy? 
No, I think it's called Idiocracy. Yeah, I haven't. It's a movie where it shows the guy goes in the future, Luke Wilson. He goes in the future, and like the the society's gotten progressively more and more dumb. So like now he's in the he's like a dumb he's a regular guy in okay. in our time, but he goes in the future. He's a genius, right? Because everyone's so stupid, <laughs> and they're watering all their crops with Gatorade and stuff like that. Oh, really? Yeah, and the, and all the crops are dying, and everything's dying. But they're like, well, it's got electrolytes in it. I don't know why it's not working, you know. <laughs> and, the, and he's like, just water it, you know, like stuff like that. Like the the president of the United States would like wear, wear workout pants. He was like the big this big black guy with a Jerry curl really? that was like this had a United States like workout pants and like a muscle <laughs> tee, and he just <laughs> and he's the president. He was the president. Yeah. It was awesome. It was like the dumbing of, of society. And eventually, I think there's something to be said about that. Like, eventually, I think a wedding is going to be a clean t-shirt, and that would be yeah, fine. just whatever. I don't know. Not whatever, but a clean tee. Just something more <laughs> yeah. comfortable, at least. Yeah, I wouldn't mind it. Especially if in the summertime, you should be realistic. Like, just like going to a golf a golf course, maybe. you got to wear something with a collar, but you can still wear shorts and sandals. Yeah. Right? That's what I think. I still play golf and slip Even for a there. funeral. The only yeah. person I really feel guilty if I'm not wearing a suit for a funeral is somebody old. You know, like if it's an old person because that meant a lot to him to be dressed That's up. That's right. Right? Like so respect. if respect. Yeah, respect, right? Yeah. If a guy dies and is like he's in like ninety or something like that, I'm like that that guy probably would would have grown up in a time where he would expect you to come to the funeral wearing a suit. No problem. So I'll wear a suit, you know, in order to but if if a guy was like never wore a suit in his life, would, hated wearing it somebody else's in the coffin wearing jeans or something like that, then I don't feel so bad. No. About, like, if I'm not wearing a tie, you know? Because that person's not going to care, right? He didn't like the tie anyway. Yeah, I think it's just the respect factor, right? Like, how would he or whoever, he or she or whatever, what would they think of it? Okay, what other situation would you would you see to wear a suit? Other what than I those see? two, yeah. I don't ever want to wear one, to be honest with you. What if you were, like, um, I don't know. What if you were called up to be, like, to, to accept a Lifetime Achievement Award for, um, like uh, uh, being like a baseball coach or something. Let's say that. You're a baseball coach. No, never. Yeah? You're going to go out of the suit? Suit. <laughs> no. What if you won that? What if you like saved a kid from like a burning building, right? Walk past a burning building. You run in all brave, Paul. You save a kid from a burning building and then you get the uh, Order of Canada and and the prime minister brings you in. He's gonna give you the order of Canada for being so brave. You'd right? wear a suit. You'd wear something. Yeah, I'd probably have a, a tie on anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, nothing crazy. Okay. Yeah. I got one for you. What if you're invited to a dinner, right, to raise money for a politician? Okay, but at this dinner, there is gonna be like uh, uh, some celebrity that you really admire. Who do you like? Or something. No one? No one good. Let's say it would be someone like, uh, real cool, like let's say uh, you knew that uh, like that Dave Grohl was going to be there or something like that. I wouldn't have been invited to the party. No, you were. You were because... Because uh, I saved the kid in the burning building? Yeah, because you saved the kid in the burning building. <laughs> they go. saw you get the Order of Canada the with no tie on. My father. Yeah. <laughs> And they thought it was really funny because you said uh, "fuck it right in the pussy" when you're getting your order of Canada, and then uh, <laughs> that would be the best time to use. And then Dave Grohl said, "Can you invite that guy that said fuck it right in the pussy' when he's getting the order of Canada to this fundraiser for a politician?" Yes, man. You'd wear it, but you have to wear a tie. It's at Millionaire's Island or something like that. It's with the Illuminati. This is a tie. You're gonna eat monkey brains. Why do you have to wear your jacket till after supper? Like, shouldn't you sit down at a table and take your jacket off? Yeah. Yeah, I think you take your jacket off. Well, you're about to eat. I thought you are yeah. supposed to keep it on until after. Yeah, who knows, Polly? I don't know. I don't know the fucking rules. Too many forks. <laughs> I only need one. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It'll do everything. Yeah, this one will do. Yeah, the fan- I, I, have you ever been to a real fancy restaurant and with all the pop and circumstance and thought that was worth it? To go through it being that uncomfortable. No. In the place, you know? No. The food's good. Like, the food's probably good, but you're like, ah, I just feel like crap. I'd rather be a pla- place where I felt more comfortable, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah right. There's enough good places where you feel comfortable where they serve great food. And usually bigger servings. Yeah, yeah. Like, the fancy places are, it's usually pretty good, but it's like, you just get, like, a little bit of everything. Yeah, it better be really rich or really, like, really flavorful right. for me to, like, forgive it for that. Forgive you for that. Right, we're, we're like, like place- on a cruise ship? Cruise ship's the worst. Like, it, 
I'll have another one of them. Like the whole, <laughs> keep it coming. What the whole the whole plate? You just another one. Oh really? Right. They give you small servings on the cruise ship because it's We're a small all thing. Fancy and you got what about an airplane? Can you order extra meals on an airplane? I think you can, but they charge you. Oh, do they? Yeah, they charge you for everything yeah. anyway. Yeah. I don't mind the airplane meal. When you when I'm on a plane now and I get a free meal, I'm really stoked about it. Like, if you get a charter to, like, the islands or something like that, they usually give you a meal on the way down. And it's like, I don't even care. Even when it was, like, old Salisbury steak, it was, like, a TV dinner or something yeah. like that. I still liked it. Eh? Yeah, or, like, oh, the macaroni and cheese or something yeah. like that, right? I'm going to get a bun here and a piece of cheese. A cracker. Nice yeah. cheese and cracker is delightful. Nice cheese and cracker and apple. Call it a day. Can I get another thing of peanuts? That'll be five bucks. <laughs> yeah. It's funny though, because it's just something to do. Like any yeah, other place right. that you are, you would think that that, that meal is shit. Yeah. Right. But then just because you're like, I have nothing else to do. Like, why don't you give me the little forks and stuff, and I'll just like make a little sandwich, and then <laughs> everything's so crammed in yeah. there. Yeah. But I'm not gonna pay them for it. Fuck that. Yeah. I'll buy some piece of garbage in the. It'll stink up the plane. Yeah. The food court at the airport. <laughs> Going with like an egg sandwich or something like that. Just <laughs> open it up and take your take your shoes off. <laughs> and for a nice long flight. Yeah, uh, long flight. Yeah, you don't mind if I take my socks off, do you? A little bit. Just getting comfortable. I want to cover up the smell of these eggs. <laughs> and you. Hey, do you mind if I ask you lots of questions for the next five hours? Just want to pass the time. <laughs> hey, can you give me a ride from the airport? <laughs> That'd be great to travel with. Anyways, we are at uh, we are uh, doing really great with this show. We're right. uh, like right on time again. This three this three in a row, third weeks in a row. We're gonna hit it right on the money again. So, that, so the only other thing we got, I wanted to do is just uh, say uh, thank you everybody for listening. I wanted to say if everybody we're, there is growth in the numbers and stuff like that. Even with summertime, it's nice to know that we've got more people listening than we did last year. But if you like the show, please do me a favor. Just tell a friend. Uh, reach out and uh, give some feedback on iTunes if you could, uh, and and just tell me what you think. If you like something about the show, or you like, you think somebody else would like it. I hear there's guys that are listening to it in uh, in uh, construction crews and stuff like that that are, that are listening to it. And uh, Paul, you said even that people from other crews would ask. They say they listen to it in different oh, yeah. different ways, different and trades. Yeah. So like. That's the other thing you don't think about. Sometimes there's like a whole room full of people listening, and or an office or something like that. It's kind of crazy <laughs> when you think about it, you know. So uh, just thank you everybody who does listen, and just tell your friends and uh, see and if they like it, because uh, we can continue to grow this thing and make it really cool. I'm having a great time, so I just wanted to really thank you. Other than that, I think uh, we, we have to do Paul's potable quickly, oh. and uh, it's going to th- be easy. call it a day. This is how we're going to end the show, then, Paulie. Just so. with a plain moonshine cherry. Just a straight up cherry. Yeah, this yeah. is uh, this, this is, is getting rid of four cherries. <laughs> <laughs> this is just this is just <laughs> yeah. So this is just a straight old uh, old smoky moonshine cherry. Is that what it is? Yeah, we're yeah. Catholic lessons. We're popping for cherries. All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, before we do it, everybody, let's. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Oh. oh, yummy. All right. Well, they then, everyone. Better. Yeah, they are getting better. C-U-N-T. See you next Thursday. Oh. pizza treating you. Good idea, eh? Yeah, you like it? I put it on ice, didn't you? <laughs> Beef's a better bartender. He actually serves drinks. Yeah. <laughs> hey, all right. All of them except one. Hey, <laughs> hey we, uh, we're just shy of an hour. Do you want to just babble until it hits one hour equal, yeah, like even? Babbling. Even Steven? Babble, babble, babble. Paul's the only bartender that comes every week and never serves <laughs> a drink. <laughs> he sits back uh, and waits for him to be brought to him. Yeah, yeah. I served you a shot. He's, he serves the portable. You handed it. You handed it uh, like an inch across the table. You nudged it. Yeah, yeah. drink yeah. it. B brought it over. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, Beef was serving. Oh, yeah, I was trying. The only bartender that doesn't serve Pete at all. (laughs) Serve everybody else. Fuck you. Get yourself. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) I don't care what the sheik says. Oh, you're the highest paid person on the show. You get paid every bit as much as the rest of us. Do you have any money for the mic yet or no? No, not a cent. No, no one gives a fuck.